Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 24 of our journey. Israel continues to grumble and complain about the lack of provisions, but God is patient and provides them with water from a rock. We are then given a picture of the governmental structure for the nation as Moses' father-in-law gives advice about how to judge the multitude of people. And finally, Israel reaches Mount Sinai, the mountain of the Lord, and trembles in the presence of God Almighty. Join me in Exodus 17-19 to as the nation of Israel is established by the power and wisdom of God. Exodus 17 The whole community of the Israelites traveled on their journey from the wilderness of sin according to the Lord's instruction, and they pitched camp in Rephidim, Now there was no water for the people to drink. So the people contended with Moses, and they said, Give us water to drink. Moses said to them, Why do you contend with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people were very thirsty there for water. And they murmured against Moses and said, Why in the world did you bring us up from Egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst? Then Moses cried out to the Lord, What will I do with this people? A little more, and they will stone me. The Lord said to Moses, Go over before the people, take with you some of the elders of Israel, and take in your hand your staff with which you struck the Nile, and go. I will be standing before you there on the rock in Horeb, and you will strike the rock, and water will come out of it so that the people may drink. And Moses did so in plain view of the elders of Israel. He called the name of the place Massa and Meribah, because of the contending of the Israelites, and because of their testing the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Amalek came and attacked Israel in Rephidim. So Moses said to Joshua, Choose some of our men and go out, fight against Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with a staff of God in my hand. So Joshua fought against Amalek, just as Moses had instructed him. And Moses and Aaron and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses would raise his hands, then Israel prevailed. But whenever he would rest his hands, Then Amalek prevailed. When the hands of Moses became heavy, they took a stone and put it under him, and Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on one side and one on the other, and so his hands were steady until the sun went down. So Joshua destroyed Amalek and his army with the sword. The Lord said to Moses, Write this as a memorial in the book, and rehearse it in Joshua's hearing, for I will surely wipe out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. Moses built an altar, and he called it, The Lord is my banner. For he said, For a hand was lifted up to the throne of the Lord, that the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Exodus 18. Jethro, the priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law, heard about all that God had done for Moses and for his people Israel, that the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took Moses' wife Zipporah after he had sent her back, and her two sons, one of whom was named Gershom, for Moses had said, I have been a foreigner in a foreign land, and the other, Eliezer, for Moses had said, The God of my father has been my help and delivered me from the sword of Pharaoh. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, together with Moses' sons and his wife, came to Moses in the wilderness where he was camping by the mountain of God. He said to Moses, I, your father-in-law Jethro, am coming to you, along with your wife and her two sons with her. Moses went out to meet his father-in-law and bowed down and kissed him. They each asked about the other's welfare, and then they went into the tent. 
Moses told his father-in-law all that the Lord had done to Pharaoh and to Egypt for Israel's sake, and all the hardship that had come on them along the way, and how the Lord had delivered them. Jethro rejoiced because of all the good that the Lord had done for Israel, whom he had delivered from the hand of Egypt. Jethro said, Blessed be the Lord who has delivered you from the hand of Egypt and from the hand of Pharaoh who has delivered the people from the Egyptians' control. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all the gods, for in the thing in which they dealt proudly against them, he has destroyed them. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, brought a burnt offering and sacrifices for God, and Aaron and all the elders of Israel came to eat food with the father-in-law of Moses before God. On the next day, Moses sat to judge the people, and the people stood around Moses from morning until evening. When Moses' father-in-law saw all that he was doing for the people, he said, What is this thing that you are doing for the people? Why are you sitting by yourself and all the people stand around you from morning until evening? Moses said to his father-in-law, Because the people come to me to inquire of God. When they have a dispute, it comes to me, and I decide between a man and his neighbor, and I make known the decrees of God and his laws. Moses' father-in-law said to him, What you are doing is not good. You will surely wear out both you and these people who are with you, for this is too heavy a burden for you. You are not able to do it by yourself. Now listen to me. I will give you advice, and may God be with you. You be a representative for the people to God, and you bring their disputes to God. Warn them of the statutes and the laws, and make known to them the way in which they must walk and the work they must do. But you choose from the people capable men, God-fearing men of truth, those who hate bribes, and put them over the people as rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. They will judge the people under normal circumstances, and every difficult case they will bring to you. But every small case they themselves will judge, so that you may make it easier for yourself, and they will bear the burden with you. If you do this thing, and God so commands you, then you will be able to endure and all these people will be able to go home satisfied. Moses listened to his father-in-law and did everything he had said. Moses chose capable men from all Israel, and he made them heads over the people, rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. They judged the people under normal circumstances, the difficult cases they would bring to Moses, but every small case they would judge themselves. Then Moses sent his father-in-law on his way, And so Jethro went to his own land. Exodus 19. In the third month after the Israelites went out from the land of Egypt, on the very day, they came to the desert of Sinai. After they journeyed from Rephidim, they came to the desert of Sinai, and they camped in the desert. Israel camped there in front of the mountain. Moses went up to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain, Thus you will tell the house of Jacob and declare to the people of Israel, You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt, and how I lifted you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. And now, if you will diligently listen to me and keep my covenant, then you will be my special possession out of all the nations, for all the earth is mine, and you will be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words that you will speak to the Israelites. So Moses came and summoned the elders of Israel. He set before them all these words that the Lord had commanded him, and all the people answered together, All that the Lord has commanded, we will do. So Moses brought the words of the people back to the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, I am going to come to you in a dense cloud so that the people may hear when I speak with you and so that they will always believe in you. And Moses told the words of the people to the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, go to the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow 
and make them wash their clothes and be ready for the third day. For on the third day, the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. You must set boundaries for the people all around saying, take heed to yourselves not to go up on the mountain nor touch its edge. Whoever touches the mountain will surely be put to death. No hand will touch him, but he will surely be stoned or shot through. Whether a beast or a human being, he must not live. When the ram's horn sounds a long blast, they may go up on the mountain. Then Moses went down from the mountain to the people and sanctified the people, and they washed their clothes. He said to the people, Be ready for the third day. Do not approach your wives for marital relations. On the third day, in the morning, there was thunder and lightning and a dense cloud on the mountain and the sound of a very loud horn. All the people who were in the camp trembled. Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet God, and they took their place at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was completely covered with smoke because the Lord had descended on it in fire, and its smoke went up like the smoke of a great furnace, and the whole mountain shook violently. When the sound of the horn grew louder and louder, Moses was speaking, and God was answering him with a voice. The Lord came down on Mount Sinai, on the top of the mountain, and the Lord summoned Moses to the top of the mountain, and Moses went up. The Lord said to Moses, Go down and solemnly warn the people, lest they force their way through to the Lord to look, and many of them perish. Let the priests also, who approach the Lord, sanctify themselves, lest the Lord break through against them. Moses said to the Lord, The people are not able to come up to Mount Sinai, because you solemnly warned us, set boundaries for the mountain, and set it apart. The Lord said to him, Go, get down, and come up, and Aaron with you, but do not let the priests and the people force their way through to come up to the Lord, lest he break through against them. So Moses went down to the people and spoke to them. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.